appropriate agenda. Uh, why do you think don't believe in conspiracy? Worry about those that do. Well, because it's harming the country. Plus, you can there's going to be generous with 75. Hey, watch it, Romeo. Kick your ass. <laughs> You're messing with my, uh, uh, it doesn't matter. All right, let's start. <laughs> you want to get started? Yeah. I think Great. we got the new personas locked in. Let's do new it. New personas. Everyone's got new personas. It's a perfect time to adopt new personas because I got huge news. We just cracked 5,000 plays, boys. Wait, what? 5K. 5K. Did we actually? Whoa. Oh, jeez. Oh, Sick. Christmas. Uh-huh. You tried to sleep on us, but we got there anyway. Jake, can I shut down my click farm now? <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> okay. Please don't. It'll It'll be suspicious. I got anyway, let's get started. Uh, welcome to the meeting, everyone. Uh, we're conspiracy. We're here to talk about you, talk to you about some stuff. Um, let's introduce everyone. Uh, he brings you your milk. He sells you your beef. It's the cowkeeper, Joe Zoller. Hi, my name's Joe. I'm the fun one of the group. I like to smoke cigarettes sometimes, and I have a pop album coming out. <laughs> <laughs> What's the pop album called? Only dust. <laughs> All these hits are real dusty. Next up, he takes in your pants and lets out your tunic. It's the seamstress apprentice, Romy Sklar. Hey, everybody. I've uh, been blowing up some Ziploc bags like balloons because uh, you can be, you can have a fun time with anything. Perpetually optimistic. I love it. And last but certainly not least, he keeps to himself and he might almost certainly be a witch. It's the perfectly innocent guy who just likes to keep to himself and lives on the edge of town, Eric Ray. Uh. <laughs> Man, classic guy <laughs> on the edge of town. Eric, if you keep if you keep slowballing these, Romy, these segments, no, 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 I'm, I'm gonna, gonna cut you off. If you ass. steal my fucking you piece of shit, <laughs> absolute garbage human oh being. My God. That's oh, a good bit, Romy. That's, I like that. I like it was really that's good. We all picked new bits of the before before we started recording, and I really like Romy's. Romy's yeah. is very good. You guys, anyway, I ought to just slap you upside the head. You keep talking to me. Oh, like man, he's doing <laughs> he it. He's it doing again. it. He did it again. He threatened to do a violence. Oh, God, Romy. So funny. Eric's so fresh. Eric's violent actions at Romy. Man. Just pick a different Very thing, Eric. <laughs> Eric, you can have something else. You can What's take that? the beat yeah. up one. What's that scene in, uh, in Social Network where the two twins go to complain that uh, Mark Zuckerberg stole their idea? And the guy's yeah. like, you know, have a new idea? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, You're that scene directly applies to this. You're the Winklevi twin. Have fun having a very successful career after losing Facebook. Yeah, they did. What are they, venture capitalists or some bullshit? They own a lot of Bitcoin. Yeah, I think that they, they started a, on their feet. a Bitcoin uh, trading uh, company and are doing very well. Are they still bitter? I don't. They're I mean, I'm I sure mean, they are bitter, bitter people. I feel like it's gotten to the point now where Facebook's... Uh, Got so, so much negative stuff that they can yeah. kind of be like, oh, you know, if 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 we'd done things my way, and they can kind of flip it. Yeah, I mean, I guess what would you rather be known for, losing your idea of Facebook or helping to bring down democracy through social media and allowing like people to just say stuff on your thing? Right. Those are the those are the Winklevi's legacy versus Zuckerberg's. I guess for now, unless. I'm, I Zuck could have a great second act in which he just like gives it all up and starts making shoes for dogs. I think when and then I'm I in. think when Zuckerberg lets go of his humanity when he finally zips down and just starts owning his reptilianness, you know, mm-hmm. he's gonna really allow himself to 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 blossom. Yeah, I think 
I don't know, maybe we would enjoy him more as a creature as long as he's being honest. He's in the uncanny valley right now. And we don't like it. You need to go one way or the other. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get out of that valley, Zuck. <laughs> you gotta get out of <laughs> the valley, Zuck. Come on, man. It's uncanny. <laughs> anyway, you might have guessed it from the superlatives up top, uh, which were all essential parts of a village that we are talking <laughs> Essential parts of a village. <laughs> Tailors. Guys who live outside of town, <laughs> whatever the fuck Joe does, touch cows. I, I was, don't a, know. I was, he was a, the cow a keeper. milker. Yeah, yeah. Sure. There's no such thing as a small town without a dairy-based economy. A village. What about a mayor? You need a mayor. I, what else do you need? Post, a woodsman. Post guy. Post office guy. Post dude. Mailman. mailman. Um, those sounds uh, like towns, municipalities. I'm talking about a village. It's like a, a criminally a criminally wacky man. <laughs> No, you want that. You don't need it, though. Yeah, I guess that's more just spice on top. Anyway, village is. You need to talk theme. to a sociologist or someone who needs to explain like how human society works. In the yeah. beginning, there were four people <laughs> who came together, <laughs> and I think one of them was the cowkeeper. In a in a sort. Then who caught the cow? <laughs> who caught it? Cow catcher. You had the cow catcher, the cowkeeper. You know, very the person who left. In villages. The, the person, well, you, you started specialized. Mm-hmm. You went from hunter-gatherers, and then you started farming stuff. What do you do first? The first, you know, next step before village. Get a fucking cow. Well, Livestock. Well, so Domesticating animals. The cow catcher catches the cows, but he also probably, like, he's really into taxidermy, so you don't want him in your village. You can buy the cows from him, but he might not be somebody you invite in necessarily. Oh, man. Yeah, there's also that's why there's the there there are like farmers that plant food, and then there's separate farmers that pick food because they're very different skills. In out, I strange mean, that they call the raising of animals husbandry, right? I don't. You don't think it's strange? No, I don't call it that. <laughs> nice save. Stop winking at us. You mentioned That's just how my eyes work. Taxidermy, God, prehistory taxidermy must have been rough, very smelly. <laughs> I would assume that it's already a pretty smelly process. Yeah, but I can imagine the invention of formaldehyde greatly improved that. I mean, like to stuff an animal when you really probably need all the pieces for survival. Yeah, <laughs> like bold come move. on, Grok, that could have been a coat. That could have been a cut. But now oh. it's a statement piece. <laughs> it's a child. It's a doll for my child. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about village. Eric, tell me, you got something to share, right? Mm-hmm. Man, this is uh, this is Eric. Eric, Eric you should Eric, think about this. Is a bit. You're sharing your good. screen right now, and I, we can all see. You should stop sharing. Thing. You. All right. Cool. That was gross. That's- you know, animal husbandry is a hobby, and you don't know much about it, Romy, so fuck right off. All right, uh, my story is that I'm going to slap you real hard if you keep, uh, if you keep talking oh, to me. Man. Like that. Oh, man! <laughs> Roast it again! Did it to you again! Romy, 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 Romy! I'm going to hit you in my car. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> I decided to go with small town stories. Nice. Uh, this one comes from Alabama. Uh, 
The poop train's reign of terror on small Alabama town is over. A town of roughly uh, 1,000 is not in the news much, but for upwards of two months, a train brimming with sewage sludge has been um, squatting uninvited near fields uh, used for youth baseball, simmering in the hot (laughs) summer sun, uh, making it a nuisance uh, for much of the town. I mean, then they finally got it to move. Basically, there was a train of uh, shit. Yeah. And they just parked it in a field and didn't move it. Why they had a train of shit, I'm unclear of, but the town finally got it gone. Man. A train I never thought about uh, poop getting trained before. Well, I mean, I think we're... You're talking about a train that was just left there. It seemed that you used the word squatted. As if a train that is on a track somehow got there un- unwarranted, unwanted. Oh, also, it was 100 million pounds of poop. <laughs> That's a lot of poop. Where is it going? That's a lot of poop. And why can't it go there now? Is it waiting for... I feel like this is the, the, the part of some, some wacky movie that you don't see. Or some Simpsons plot where it's like, we got to get yeah. rid of... <laughs> 100 million pounds of poop and it's like all right we can put it on a train and then where does it go i don't know it's like a neighboring neighboring town played some prank on them and then sent them a million tons of shit well Uh, it's a hilarious joke uh this all comes from new york and new jersey and they shipped it down (laughs) to alabama which is very funny it's an apt metaphor for america I mean, it's like animal shit, not human shit, right? No, it says it's from sewage, so I assume it's human oh, waste. Why, why would it be Why animal was the sewage shit? draining into a, a train? I just don't know. There's so many parts of this I don't understand. Because sewage, you, you got to take that, sewage from wherever sewage ends up going, you need to then lift it up into a train. I think right? that there are plenty of reasons. I mean, you have to empty septic tanks. You don't have enough pigs in the area. The lake no, is already comes, too poisoned. It comes from a waste processing plants. Yeah, I, don't, I guess like the waste processing plants, they extract water so we handle. can drink the water poop. Oh, I don't know if like they couldn't handle it or something, or maybe this is what they always do with poop. They got poop too go much into to the handle. sewer. Look, Does poop I don't, go into I don't the see sewer what the problem is. Just be shipped away. If you're if you're gonna dispose of poop, you don't want. What are you gonna transport it in lots of little cars? I think you should be all yeah. <laughs> You got to go train planes. You want to fill up planes with, with poop, but think about it. It's like, did you fill all that? Where was it before it was in the train? You've got a hundred million pounds of shit. Where was it? Human body. Yeah. It's just like, was it, it was in some intermediary storage, right? They didn't fill it all up at once and send it away. They're like, we have all this shit on the hand. How do we solve this problem? Oh, let's get a train. It goes butts, toilet, sewage plant you know what i doubt they have train tracks right on any sewage I was, this is what i was about to say i was just about to say that must have been there must have been trucks That's that took I'm it over saying. one at a time it's i i just feel bad complex. for the guys i feel bad for the guy that that tried to book the amtrak but last minute accidentally booked the poop train <laughs> hey guys <laughs> not this even. is it this is, might be a dumb question who owns the railroads these days Vanderbilt. I mean, back in the day, it was it was a it was you know an actual company. Do people own railroads or are they free use? Like, 
Because this thing just got this thing was just left alone on a oh on a boy. railroad. Nobody it questioned it. Side track though, right? If it's not disrupting yeah. traffic, it must be. Yeah, a little side. I mean, it would really suck to be the driver of a of a train of that much shit. Who yeah, especially because he just got especially because he just got off somewhere in Alabama, a long way from New Jersey or New York. Well, this is interesting. <laughs> Okay. Of the BNSF Railroad, Berkshire Hathaway owns 21.8%. That makes oh, sense. Oh, I don't like that at all. Which is, I, I only know from selling upscale houses oh, around here. Never Warren. mind. Berkshire, oh, Berkshire Hathaway is the company. I always get that and Booz Allen confused. So when, I see a, so when I see a sign for Berkshire Hathaway in a sleepy New Hampshire town, I always wonder what a large-scale defense contractor is doing there <laughs> until I realize that there's, it's just selling real estate. Well, now you ah. should wonder what a uh, railway owner is doing there. I, I mean, yeah. I, I love the idea that, that Warren Buffett might have sat down and been like, Guys, it's not a it's not a, like a sexy investment, but shit on trains. <laughs> Him eating That's his practical. like because he's always like everybody. We we got to do stuff that everybody needs. Is his philosophy like like simple companies? He's just like fruit of the loom underwear. Everybody needs underwear. Like that's what I understand. He's like he's an Omaha guy, and he's just like likes to keep it simple, and has become like this billionaire. So he's just like trains. Like you got to ship the sh- the poop. I like those railroads. I think it was more a one. It was an A to B to C from Fruit of the Loom. Where like people are people. Everyone needs underwear. What happens with underwear? Sometimes you get poopy underwear. And what does everyone do with these poopy underwear? You can't put it in the toilet. You got to have a solution for the poopy underwear. Why not just have a solution for the poop so it doesn't have to go in the underwear? Poops and trains. I imagine as he's saying that, he's just like undoing his brown bag peanut butter and jelly sandwich that he made for himself. It was just like, you can't even, you gotta save money any way that you can. And then he farts and he's just like, he's just like, a fruit of the loom. You need new underwear a lot. I was imagining his like home assistant was changing his adult diaper. How old is Dub Buffs? He's old. I mean, he's he's still doing well, but he's like, I don't. Do you My first way to describe was he's Bernie Sanders' age. He's <laughs> older than Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Do you think getting I mean, your diaper change is more dignified when you're wearing a $4,000 suit? <laughs> yes. He doesn't take that suit top off. He just, it probably pulls yeah. his pants down over his shoes, too, so he's got his shoes on still. Maybe he takes the suit off and makes the person look at the suit while they're wiping him. Yeah. You, you know see that got, fucking suit? You know he's got, like, uh, look jasmine... At the suit. I would Jasmine's- say it's probably not a four thousand dollars suit though, because he's famously like uh, he's, he's famously like uh, practical, yeah, practical. So he probably got like a nice Joseph A. Bank two no for five, like way. like two hundred dollars for five suits. No, and he no, looks no, at no, the no, person no. while they're changing. He's just like, look at the deals that I got. My buddy Joseph A. Bank set me up. I could build a tent out of all this cloth. <laughs> yeah, no, he he is very much like that. He's like one of it. He all I know about him is he drinks. Uh, an insane number of diet cokes every day, yeah. Um, and that was like the reason he invested in Coke, um, just because uh, he was singularly he, funding their <laughs> operation. Yeah, yeah. He's like, might as well own it. Uh, if you control, uh, if you control the demand and the supply, you're winning. Yeah. God, well, I hope he uh, hope he doesn't do that to poop trains. It's the vertical integration, though. He wants to own the, everything. It's like the like you own yeah the, you want to own the underwear you want to own the the, the tr- poop transport yeah uh, well the railroads the run food on poop that caused the poop like every step of getting yeah. poop the railroads run on poop 
<laughs> so you're shipping the product that you're getting somewhere and then immediately dumping it back into the railroads. You know, I feel like we missed over a, a, a sad part of this story is that these kids' baseball field has a r- railway running through it. Sad for whom? Sad for the railroad? I think not. <laughs> yeah, And I don't think this is the episode where we start to care about children on this podcast. No, I would absolutely say not. Baseball's I think you could use that as like sport. a home run fence. I think you, yeah, like you got the... I was picturing um, it running like kind of like not even straight through the field, but like really inconveniently, like through yeah. the first to second baseline out towards the dugout on the... <laughs> And the they still side. play. They have yeah. to slide. They have to slide under the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> or there's just one perfect slot, like the Death Star, where if you hit the ball right there, it just blows the train up. <laughs> yeah. Someone fouled it onto a car, and that's technically still a home run. <laughs> Sounds like a ground rule double to me. Well, it's, it keeps going. It's still in play. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Inside the. These park, are the good on. baseball jokes. Oh yeah! This is why. Baseball. This is uh, where how we got to five thousand plays. Full <laughs> aggression and baseball plays. You know who likes baseball? Warren Buffett, billionaire. <laughs> anyway, Eric, anything else? No. <laughs> no, I, got, Eric, I, got I really think thing. you should keep this persona. <laughs> I do like the idea that my persona persona could be as exerting as little effort as possible yeah i like it as a bit it's pretty convenient (laughs) Uh, no i got one more um so apparently in february is um hold on what is it called in february there's something called called national you got it jesus called national future (laughs) farmers of america week at the end of the week uh, there's a day called Drive Your Tractor to Work Day. So okay. all across rural America, kids drive their tractors to work to, I guess, show off the fact that their dad owns a tractor. Okay. They drive it to to school with them? Yeah. I guess schools are forced to deal with this every <laughs> February. Is that a bunch of, like, the Hick students that talk too much about how much they love Carhartt or whatever? Uh, show up to the school well i don't think that we should start bashing carhartt it's a durable brand it's a it's a wonderful (laughs) brand we here love carhartt car if you're listening to this we would love to work something out just a pair of denim socks now in the type of area where you'd have a large or any student population that could drive a number of tractors i feel like those students would live fairly far away from the school don't and tractors tractors drive slowly yeah so it's almost like a, I mean, a super inconvenience to themselves. I think they the want only, to show off they own a tractor. The only by taking up two spaces in the teacher slot. The only <laughs> way that it makes it impressive, because I'll tell you this, a tractor does nothing for me. It doesn't go fast. It doesn't move. There's nothing exciting oh, about a tractor. A tractor doesn't get you get you doesn't rev your engine. At least not in those senses. What it does do for me is when I see it pulling something. <laughs> and so maybe instead of just bringing the child on a tractor maybe pull the thresher behind it and then it's you know it's not only or or maybe a large bale of hay or so now we're bringing more things to the parking lot or a shed or you know what you do you pull your car so that you can bring the tractor to school and then just drive back and you know have a car because that's easier right you wouldn't you wouldn't want your child to walk home i think the child's driving the tractor eric did this happen where you went to school 
Yeah, and, Newton. <laughs> yeah, Newton Mass. There's a lot of tractors. Yeah, no, big agricultural community. Mm-hmm. Eric, why do I always think you grew up in like rural, rural Vermont or something? Oh, you think little of me? I don't know. <laughs> His close relationship with the Mennonites. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know, man. You know what, though? I did know a kid from Wyoming, and he told me that senior prank every year is bring your horse to school because there's an obscure Wyoming state law that says if you bring a horse to school, the school is required to feed and house that horse. Okay. But it's also not really a prank because everyone knows it's coming, and it happens every year. So it's like, what's the prank? Yeah, but it's Wyoming, so whatever. Let them do whatever they need to. I mean, let them have they their fun. They think it's a prank. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's not. Oh, a just prank. don't kill yourselves. You know, we know life out there is tough. If you need to bring your horse to school, do what you need to do to survive. <laughs> whatever yeah. helps. In my high school, they they like canceled the senior prank or senior year, and people were just like, "Ah, damn it, we didn't." The people didn't like. We needed like it condoned pretty much, and then we tried to do a prank, but it it didn't work. Uh, what was it, real... Romy? Were you the head of it? No, I was. I what was, was your idea, Romy? Come on, Romy. What was your okay. idea? I thought it would be really fun as a prank if like, um, like the you know this girl that I really liked you know would uh, would like go out with me, and then <laughs> mm-hmm. it would work. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't go and, for that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They said it like um, they didn't technically respond. Um, and you were pranking the school with that? Yeah. Well, well we would also like be um, like hanging out around the school yep. together and maybe, uh, you know, I didn't fully think it through, but it got shut down before it could even grow, you know, into an idea. My senior prank, I drank five Bud Lights and walked in the principal's office and, dem- and said, I pranked you. Look at this. <laughs> Look at me. I pranked you. You have to explain this to the school board. Why there's a student who's in your office shit-faced and pantsless? Pantsless, sir? And I wow. pulled my pants down. I had a modesty muff, but I was... From the back, it looked it looked bad. And you wore a modesty that. muff and- over your underwear? Yeah. What's a modesty muff? It looked like I was a naked boy with a hairy ass. A uh, modesty muff around me is when you grow your pubic hair out so much that you yep. successfully hide the entirety of your genitals. And your uh, underwear. It sneaks up and creeps around like a, a an Amazon vine. Oh boy. Wait, but you shaved all your butt hair, so that was exposed. Right. Uh, so let me explain. Um, <laughs> so I shaved Let's my, get into it. So I shaved my butt hair. I had on the front section of underwear pinned to my skin let the pubes grow around that and then i wore my butt modesty muff which (laughs) hid my butt but made it look hairy so really what you're seeing is a hair diaper but it's a much more complex process that my mother had to help me with it's almost like a weave uh, some might say that's what she called it (laughs) not a lot of people know that pubes are like ivy and that you have to like set up growing trellises (laughs) little mounts (laughs) well they're not going to grow unless you provide structure yeah yeah Romy, show us your pubes. <laughs> it's an audio medium. Only we can see it. Oh, boy. Does Romy have pubes? He's doing it. You know what? No, no. I'd rather not know. I was going to do it. I'd rather keep this not for like my thought. Not like this, Romy. Not, yeah. No. Leave some to the, you know, 
It's got to be a pantsing. If I see your pubes now, what do I have to look forward to, you know, after after quarantine? Romy has not shaved his pubes. I mean, quarantine. I could show you my pubes. They're in a Ziploc bag and you don't have to see my like (laughs) dick or anything. No, once they're off the body, they're just hair. No, it's still pubes. That's the argument I always make with my roommate. He's like, you got to clean it up. I'm like, it's the same. It's hair. It's just hair. It's just, just, it's on your, uh, why is it on your pillow? I don't know. Hair gets everywhere. Nobody knows where it comes from. You're being real sensitive for someone who has a head full of hair. Very coarse hair, I might add. Just because it's on a toothbrush doesn't make it not hair. You know? The amount of times I've yelled at you for getting your hair on my pubes is zero. So maybe you just tone it down, Michael. Is your roommate named Michael? No. He should, in fairness, he should be here to defend himself. <laughs> well, he, he's not. So if you could get him, if you could get him to maybe, I don't know, bag two, three quarts of his pubes, bring it on. <laughs> Can we? Uh, does Mike listen to the podcast? Can we just, uh, or we can we outwardly uh, just rag on him and and plan pranks, and and he will know. he will never. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to tell if someone's listening to the podcast. That's a good like, yeah. plan. Like insult them just in a way that they would have to. All right, guys. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, that, <laughs> I'm gonna plan a prank on Mike. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have five Bud Lights in my old high school parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drive over Eric to your house. You let me in through the back, and then I'm gonna stand at his door and drop my pants and say, "What am I? Why am I here? What am I doing here? Look at how bad this looks for you." And I'll call the superintendent. <laughs> A prank. That's a good prank. Hey, if it, you know, I heard, I heard of like a past prank in my high school that, like, I can't, I don't know if it was real, but it was like maybe it's just like a generic prank that people talk about a lot. But it's like they got all of tons of like cups of like juice or whatever, and then okay. they did the like upside down with the paper on it and like pull it out, um, and just, um, and just like filled hallways with them um it's just like and and i think that's why they canceled it because it was just such a mess yeah they did (laughs) something like that at mine where they did cups of water and then the last few rows the last like 20 or 30 rows were empty so the guy started sweeping it up and then like he just pushed through all the water cups and it all just Uh, went everywhere and then everybody kind of watched the janitor all day like clean it up slowly and it, it was really bad it was it's like, hey man, like I didn't do this, but I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, we never really got on, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe come to dinner tonight. I guess we're at the heart of like, who is the target of a senior prank? I've never understood. Is it the school, the government? <laughs> it doesn't really. That's the thing about it. Like, I think there was another prank where people put stuff like in their lockers and like locked them, and th- but like, and then. It, maybe it was like food and it like went rancid and then they were just like I think it was dead fish or it all seems put like it in their own locker the janitor well yeah. it was like after they'd left the school oh I thought you meant uh, while they were at school like pranks on me I, pranks on you guys I put like a real smelly fish in all my clothes yeah like pranks I think in general like work best in like a movie scenario where you can cut away right after the prank result right where nothing's if you see real the aftermath of a prank it's always just like uh, the lowest paid person around has to clean up, right? 
I mean, with messy pranks, I'm just yeah. like, it just seems like the senior, the, the genre of senior prank is specifically catered to target janitors. Yeah. I guess I've never yeah. seen, yeah, I mean, I've never seen a school prank where they get the janitor a new car or something. You know, it's always that would be janitor. a prank. You tell the janitor you got him a new car. He thinks oh. that they're filming some inspirational video. Yeah, <laughs> you bring him outside, and it's just thousands of cups stacked on top of each other, filled with water. Just, just kidding. We actually found the, your arrest warrant. <laughs> <laughs> I think if they really want pranks, to prank. Positive pranks need to be more of a thing. Like where the twist is positive. Like, like you draw, you you just draw like a uh, a. A, a big dick on like somebody's car like and then you're like that and they're like god damn it and then you're like actually wheel in the new like fancy car we bought you like oh gotcha or right underneath like this person has a huge ding and yeah and like just advertising for you we know that you're too modest and humble to say it what if what if okay so he comes and draws the big dick on the car and he's like wait i know you're upset <laughs> Bring in their brand new car, and it's a super nice car with a big dick drawn on the. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking also like you bring in this super nice car, and they're like, "Yeah, I mean that's nice, but like my current car, like I fixed it up myself. I got it from my dad. Like it's got a lot of sentimental value." <laughs> sorry, and they smash it. Oh, sorry. Ah. Uh... Anyway, you guys want to move on to the next uh, next bit? Yeah, man. It's mine. What? <laughs> I gotta go last. Talk- yeah, you gotta go last. You're 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 gaming today. Oh yeah. Why isn't Romy going? Man, oh, that's right, Romy. You were <laughs> Romy. Do you so want to do- insist? You said you had a really good idea for a segment. No. You want to do the bit? Um, I you had a not- really good thing planned. Nah, no. I I went. I went. Well, this kind of seems like Eric's bit that you're doing right now. Yeah. Am I? What's Eric's bit? I didn't realize that Eric had solidified. Yeah, I had my hilarious bit of not doing anything. And just saying, like, no. Oh. So, I I mean... Want me to do I'll, your I'll bit? You as far I'll, as I got. All right, so you want me to intro it again? It's 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 Romy's fantastic segment. He was talking about it all before okay. the show started recording. All right, here's what and we got. texting us idea. earlier today saying, okay, I've been planning this here, out. It's great. Here, here's what we got. Um. Uh... Village, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody's mind goes to the 2004 film, The Village. Okay, so uh, directed so, by Emily No, Shyamalan. I specifically said that we were that that was mine. <laughs> so that can't be yours. Okay. So we're gonna, I'm going to give you one more time. I'm going to give you one more time. Give you one more time. All right. Well, but so next idea- up, we're, next up, everybody, uh, uh, it's it's Romy's segment. I'm really excited for it. He was talking about it before we started recording, and I think it's uh, one of the best segments we've ever had on the show. So, all right, take it away, v- Romy. Come on, Romy, Village. you can do it. The what other is, guys are joking. The other is, guys are joking. Uh, okay. Uh, what does the word village make you think of? You cut it in half. You got Ville, which is like villain, and then yeah. you got the word age, like how old you are. Okay. So, um. We're going to talk about like how old are different villains in uh, in different you know different movies, right? Like, did you Joker, look? At, did you look some up? I I did not. Um, okay. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I I absolutely did not. How old I is the Joker? Um, I I mean, probably. Roman, I gotta I'm say, saying? I gotta say, Roman, wait, wait, wait. it kind of feels like I had. 
I had a little bit of a kernel around the idea of the movie The Village, if I could just spread <laughs> spread my wings a little bit. No, 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 so, no. So no. we've got The Village. <laughs> okay, sure. Go ahead. What, go ahead. What, go ahead. Do The Village. The Village is part of a larger, you know, collection of similar movies that we could talk about. Like, there's The Village, but then there's also The Town with... Uh, and those ben are similar. Affleck. Don't Google it. Don't well, Google it. Who's it with? Village and then a town, right? Keep like, your hands in frame. Bigger. I want to see that you're not. <laughs> you got a village is like the smallest unit. Then you got a town. But then yeah. what do you have next? Okay, no, so now it's back on the internet. Sex in the city. Okay. Then. That's a film? A similar so you got, film? You got village. There were, there were two films. Village, town, city. Okay. Then what do you got here? You got state, garden state. That's another movie. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, you got country, no country for old men. <laughs> And then you've got world, Jurassic World. Okay. And then you got universe, across the universe, the uh, Beatles uh, movie. Okay. So like, okay. how about? So I guess so the segment is sort of like, how about that? <laughs> Romy, here's a segment idea for you. Romy, why don't you get your phone out and you send five dollars to all three of us via Venmo? And if you do that. We won't come to your house and hate you. I don't know. I think that's kind of a bit like, how about it? It's, I mean, if you got, if we have nothing to talk about after that setup, I don't know. Maybe we should. I mean, how about it, Romy? How about, take me on. No, no. I got to say, it sounds like you just made that up off the cuff. I resent that. But okay. I respectfully yield my time. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fantastic. What an experience. I want to say to the, the listeners at home, we're not violent people. We're actually not very angry people. It's just Romy that brings it out in us. Yeah. Man, I Man. never struck another human until I got a text from Romy. <laughs> I think the frustrating part is the anger comes out towards other people. Yeah, for sure. And it was just about how well he parallel parked. The first time yeah. I met Romy, he wouldn't stop eating baby carrots so close to my fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bizarre. What? Look. This makes my blood boil. Are the sounds coming out of your mouth wet or crunchy? <laughs> Look, I bring it out of people. I bring out a lot of passion. I was, uh, <laughs> I was kicked out of my karate class um, in elementary school because... A lot of kids could not focus on their sparring partner and had to. Uh, they're, get, they're getting sidetracked and really going after me. Um, um, Holy shit! I think, but I think, I think you know, any any group needs somebody who really inspires people to, you know, works people up a little bit, gets the blood going. Well, thanks for thanks for filling that 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 role here, buddy. We love you. Anyway, what are we talking about next? Uh, <laughs> as Romy so deftly uh, hinted to earlier, I want to talk about The Village, a 2004 film by none other than M. Night Shyamalan. Have you guys seen this film? Of course. I have not, but I know I know that there's a little bit of a twisty, a little, little twist at the end, huh? There, uh, there is mm. in signature uh, Shyamalan style. I yeah. think this mm. might have been been the Shyamalan movie that like cemented the like his twist being kind of a joke. 
<laughs> like it went from him being like his like signature like always has a dope twist to like this guy can't get enough of twists. Yeah. Hey guy, figure it out. Maybe do uh I don't know, some sort of aggressive fight scene at the end. Eric, have you seen it? No. Oh, okay. Well, good. Just, I'm going to I'm going to spoil I just started, it for, for I you just both. started playing it. So I'll I'll finish it in a couple in uh an hour 48. Okay. We'll, we'll check back in. We'll check mm-hmm. back in. Um basic uh the basic plot is it's this uh 19th century Pennsylvania village. Um it's idyllic uh, uh, 18, uh 1800s uh, style town is uh lives in the clearing of this woods and all around the village are these towers that keep look of these creatures uh those we don't speak of right these nameless beasts that snatch people if you go too far right and everyone in the everyone in the town's nice there's a there's a blind daughter there's a blind girl she has feelings for uh for for Joaquin Phoenix um and then a mentally disturbed Adrian Brody stabs Joaquin Phoenix for forcing the blind girl to venture out into the forest where the creatures are in order to find aid for her lover, right? Uh, yeah. The twist, you'll find the creatures. Well, can you guess it? Yeah. That was two oh. people who've never seen it. Let me. What do you think the twist is? Oh, man. I bet, you know, these these creatures in, in the village? Yeah. I, I mean, in the woods? Um I bet they are. Oh, he's other, reading Wikipedia. Other people that got stabbed in the past by Adrian Brody, and went out to get help. So they're they're like, and it turned them. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It's, and maybe it's like Joaquin Phoenix's dad, and then his dad's dad. Right, right, it's right. A generation thing. That's pretty involved. Yeah. I'm going to let Eric, I want you to take a crack at it. Um, he shows up to the village and he finds out it's actually not a village. It's only been a census-designated area this whole time. <laughs> ah, unincorporated. On an unincorporated township. It's just oh, part no. of the county. It's just part of the county. Oh, my God. They're all going to so- lose their federal funding. They're all sovereign citizens, and then they all just grow laser eyes and start shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> not even the government can stop them. Do you think one sovereign citizen will accidentally actually ascend to sovereignty and and become some kind of magical being? Yeah, probably. He's going to have such a fucking horrible time when he has to deal with, like, trade agreements and shit. Oh, boy. (laughs) Just think of the unfair tariffs they'd put upon the U.S. goods going into that country. Imagine him just, like, going to the corner store and being like, we actually can't export cigarettes legally. (laughs) From the Seven <laughs> Eleven, yeah, he's, he's just like the next the next NAFTA trade agreement negotiation is like Canada, Mexico, the U.S., U.S. and Steve. <laughs> I guess depending on what you're doing with sex, you'd probably need a passport. Oh, oh. nice, nice. Um, sex, nice, nice. It's pretty I've cool. Heard of it someday. Did Adrian Bro? No, he didn't. He was not. Anyway. I was thinking of Joaquin Phoenix. Anyway, neither of you are correct. Um, the actual twist revealed in the last, uh, I don't know, 20 minutes of the film. The village, this 18th, uh, this 19th century village, you know, 1860s or whatever, 
Uh, was it one of those like Plymouth Plantation villages and it's all fake and they zoom out and there's people who are walking in? She stumbles over a hedge onto a modern street. An SUV pulls what? up. An SUV pulls up driven by none other than M. Night Shyamalan. Oh man, what? he's a cop again? I forgot. <laughs> he's a cop. And they, uh, she has, she's blind, remember? So she doesn't really perceive what's going on. Um, and then we, uh, she goes and gets the medicine for her lover and, uh, and treks back into the village. And we are, we are, it's revealed to us that this village was set up in the 1970s by some psychologists, um, as a, as a, I think it was trauma, like therapy for trauma, but they ended up just becoming, um, oh. A self-sufficient uh, community mm-hmm. and turn themselves into a no-fly zone because they had all these, uh, you know, they were they had a, a bunch of funds to like pay off cops and stuff. In any way, man, and that's the I, twist. The twist is it. this blind woman being chased. She's being chased by a beast. She goes up a hedge and then falls over onto like a street. And there's an SUV that pulls up. Man, I'll tell you, you want to see somebody get pranked? It is the entire village getting pranked by the elders. <laughs> Walking Phoenix getting pranked by Adrian Brody getting stabbed and then this blind woman being thrown out into the woods and being chased I mean she literally gets chased by people dressed up as Those these monsters. monsters which let me tell you by Adrian Brody let me tell you she doesn't need they don't need the costume she can't see them right 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 I love uh, the 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 scene where Joaquin Phoenix gets stabbed. It's it, it honestly could be a prank because he just like it's just like a completely normal scene. There's no build up to it at all. He just like turns around and like the camera is like close up on Joaquin Phoenix's face and then it flips and it's close up on on Adrian Brody who's standing like less than a foot away, kind of like smiling at him and then. <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix like looks down and there's a knife at him, but it's like completely yeah. silent and. and very weird. Adrian Brody also does some real character work uh, for that Pianist? role. Hmm. Um, does yeah, some, does some real goes, like sim- yeah. simple Jack type of yeah. stuff. He's full simple Jack, but yeah. he's also simple Jack dressed as a monster chasing a blind girl down like holes and stuff. Here's what I would have done <laughs> if I were M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. So she gets out, she stumbles upon the street. She doesn't know if she's blind. She's running. She's trying to get uh, 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 the medicine. She hears voices. She, 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 she runs ahead towards the voices. Suddenly, she gets hit from the side by a ginormous train full of shit. <laughs> 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 it screeches to stop. Shit like, falls out of the side of the train. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan coasts by in his uh, SUV, uh, bumping... Uh, Bumping goodbye, stranger, by Super Tramp, and then they fade out. <laughs> does M Night Shyam- does M Night Shyamalan That's play a powerful ending? A cop yeah. in a bunch of his movies. Um, I don't recall his other his other cameos, but he's, he was he, definitely a, a cop or security guard in that one. Yeah, the one with the the one when the trees are killing people. I'm pretty sure he's a teacher. Oh yeah, well, and then in another one, he's an old. I think he's he's an old maybe reverend in Signs. No, the main character is an old reverend. It doesn't matter. Um, the greatest twist that M. Night ever pulled again was Split, where once again you find out that in this world, uh, 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 mental or, or, uh, or psychological issues give you superpowers. I think that that yeah. was a very a, a well-made message and well-planned message. <laughs> that is a good Classic message. Classic Shyamalan. 
that if you they give you powers and they make you dangerous to others. Yes, I mean that's the part these we are need all to focus on. These are all direct Kanye quotes. Yep, that is. Kanye was ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think uh, if you haven't watched The Village, check it out because uh, especially knowing the twist, it's actually a pretty funny film. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for something a little bigger, um, check out the town. If you're looking something bigger than that, okay. I mean, Sex okay. in the City. All right, all right. We're gonna close it out today, uh, Joe. With your segment, what do you got? Yeah, I got a pretty simple game. Uh, it's called Idiom or Idiot. Okay. Uh, when this word "village" got thrown around, I said "village, village, village." What does it make me think of? Oh, coming up with this idea. Oh, it takes a village to enjoy an idea. It takes yeah. a village. That's an idiom. That's one of these things that we say that we don't really know where it comes from, um, yeah. but it has a meaning, uh, a contextual mm-hmm. meaning in our society. So, what I've done is I've taken some uh, strange idioms from around the world. Okay. Um, and you are going to have to guess if it is a, uh, I, I'll give you two idioms. You guess which one's real and which is one I made up. Okay. Cool. And cool. hint, it's the one with poop in it all the time. <laughs> Man, I was, I was worried we were done with poop for this episode, but thank you. Poop God. cells. Uh, all right. Uh, the first one is my stomach is filled with the sun or I'm so angry I could emit smoke from seven orifices. Man. The seven orifices one sounds complicated, but it also sounds like one of those things. It's like a single word in in Japanese. I like. I think the first one's real. I think the second one's fake. The, 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 I, what's the first one? That I, sw- I swallowed the sun. Uh, my stomach is filled with the sun. My stomach is filled with the sun. Sounds real. Hmm. I'm gonna say that's an idiom, and I'm gonna say the other one, idiot. <laughs> I think Romy's the idiot. I'm going with Jake. It's number two. All right, well, uh, you two are right. Uh, <laughs> I'm so angry I can emit smoke for se- from seven orifices is a Chinese idiom about being angry. Uh, Romy, <laughs> I can't fucking believe how fucking stupid you are. <laughs> I cannot fucking believe how dumb you were to think that. What are you, what are you, idiot? <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> Guys, uh, I know I blew it on that one, but I feel like I'm coming back strong on number two. Oh, God, right. you gotta love his optimism. Uh, number two. I won't let the fire lick my children, or I won't walk around in hot porridge like a cat. Oh, one. One is the real one. Two is idiot. I, I mean, Eric was so confident, that I, and I trust him, but I won't walk around in porridge like a cat. Like a hot That's cat? It's Joe garbage. It's clearly Joe I, nonsense. I do not know how attractive the cat is. <laughs> Joe, can you repeat them, please? I won't let the fire lick my children. And I won't walk around in hot porridge like a cat. Country of origin? Uh, Czechoslovakia. Well, the Czech Republic. And could you use it in a sentence? Uh, I won't walk around in hot porridge like a cat. I won't let the fire lick my children. (laughs) I'm going to say... Okay. I'm going to say the hot porridge like a cat is the real one because last time i kind of went with the more straight 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 down the middle one was like the real one and this time i'm I'm gonna flip it i'm gonna say that joe got imaginative well that solves it for me i'm going with eric won't let the fire lick my children all right um so the winner there is i won't walk around and hot porridge like a cat no romy you get this one right and you too no 
God, imagine how being what such a fucking idiot would be like. Just think Jesus of how having man. kids oh. that are as dumb and as foolish as you, oh. and having to put them in a barn or something, and raise them with a couple of with a couple of goats or whatever it is. Honestly, right. Joe Joe would have obviously said oatmeal and not porridge. That's actually a pretty right. good point. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, may That's God bless you your mustache, or may God bless you and may your mustache grow like brushwood, or may good fortune fall upon you and may all of your donkeys be hardy. Oh. Hmm. I feel like brushwood seems so specific. I think it's going to be that one. Read the brushwood again. May God bless you and may your mustache grow like brushwood. God, I'm trying to think of a situation where that's not crossing the line with someone. Um, like, are how you, could you I, say that to like multiple people? I don't feel like there's anything. Like it's not generally applicable, right? It's only to mustached men. You could say it to like a young boy who's like who's, who's like gonna become a teenager and start growing a mustache. Should be like, may you like not die, you know, before oh, you start something growing you a say mustache. To- Something specifically said to prepubescent boys. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I will say it depends, you know, what if it comes from a culture where they don't necessarily value face hair in the same way that we do, and everybody is expected to grow a glorious mustache? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just for, in some I ways, think I that gotta is go our culture. With, <laughs> I got to go with the... I'm going to go with the donkey one as real. Because I feel like... I feel like... There's a lot of there's a lot of donkey expressions. May your donkey be hardy. Hmm. Hardy. What does it mean to be a hardy donkey? I, I switch. I'm going beard. I'm going. I'm going mustache. I'm going mustache is real. Locked in. Prepubescent boys need. I'm gonna do something. I said I would never would, and I'm I'm voting with Romy. I think mustache is the answer. Eric. Mustache. You're oh, all right. A consensus. A all consensus. right. Yes. You guys have avoided a nice scolding Woo. from Papa Joey. Honestly, it uh, feels good. Uh, that one is Mongolian, and uh, I think just from the from the overall context, you can tell uh, that it's meant for good tidings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The next one is uh, don't inflate your cows versus don't heighten your cabbage. Don't heighten your cabbage is real. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't imagine enough people were blowing up their cows where there had to be a saying about it. Um, don't blow up your cows. Inflate. Specifically don't inflate. inflate. Your cows. I'm going to say don't inflate your cows because it's like that means like you're milking them. You got to milk them regularly so they don't like inflate. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an offbeat pick, but I feel like it could be a solid win to lock in the victory. It makes sense. Yeah. All right. You guys good? Yeah. All right. So Romy was what? Right. Don't inflate your cows is a Chinese saying. It talks about don't exaggerate on stuff. Um, And uh, one thing I'm not exaggerating on is how fucking dumb you guys are. I can't (laughs) fucking believe the things that you have said to me. If I tested you on a Scantron, it would probably be under 60%. And I think that that's a failing grade. I don't know. I was bad at them. All right. Next one. Uh. Don't put mushrooms up someone's rear or don't hang noodles on someone's ear. I mean, you, you oh, shouldn't God. do either. Let's start there. I don't know if that's a Without blanket consent. rule. Yeah, yeah. Without consent. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do either. Mushrooms are pretty. I feel like you put up, put mushrooms up someone's um, rear, even with consent. They're just gonna break up. You know, you're just gonna end up with mushroom mush. Unless you blanch it. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think th- I think don't hang noodles off somebody's ear is real. Would mushrooms yeah, that- would mushrooms grow in a butt? Yeah, they not, grow on shit. Hardy. They grow on shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it was uh, it's a, a Russian saying, and it means to fool. Don't fool people. Uh, and it is don't hang your noodles on somebody's ear. Yes. Uh, yes. Did any did anybody get it wrong? No, we got we we. It was a clean sweep. No scolding from you, Daddy. All right, I see a couple oh, of boys looking for a couple of scoldings. Down, Ooh, my tongue is sharp, and it's looking to get unsheathed. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, we have like two more. One is okay. to, to ride an elephant to uh, don't ride an elephant to catch a grasshopper, and don't kill a peasant to get his purse. Man, oh, those both make sense. Don't ride an elephant to catch a grasshopper. That is, that is, that's it. That's fucking true. That sounds, yeah, because you should. It's not practical. You know what? Even if Joe made that one up, yeah. I like it so much. I think it should be one. Yeah, I agree. Well, so I, you, I'm going with that. You guys are all right. That comes from the land of Thailand, and uh, it means to do a lot of don't do a lot of work for no payback. Of course, we all know that you should always kill a peasant to get his purse. <laughs> Peasants are notoriously wealthy and are often magical beings. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. It's a all right. Uh, here's one. You're all talking no trousers versus you're all dick and no balls. I feel like it's got to be your all talking all no dick trousers. And no balls. What does that even mean? <laughs> oh man, uh, it's got to be your all talking no trousers, right? Yeah. Like what? What's a side, if if there's some culture that has that has an expression, you're all dick and no balls. <laughs> I'm moving there yesterday. Is <laughs> your ratio skew towards balls? <laughs> um, in the land of in the land of men with giant dongs, the man with big balls is king yeah yeah. i'm just trying to the society would have to like put a premium on large balls it's like it's like greece where they were like oh big ones sloppy no need what we want is small little ones that don't offend the the larger uh what is it uh like populace yeah the 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 bod the gladiators they're older teachers. Well, right. I, so most I'm, of I'm the older in. men they know. <laughs> I'm locked in on. Yeah. Uh, uh, the trousers. Not, one. not the balls one. Yeah, I go with trousers. Well, they're um, they're both right. No, um, no. Bamboozle by our dad. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say. Speaking <laughs> of dad, yeah, you're all talking no trousers is an English one, and you're all dick and no balls is something I often say to my own father when I'm angry at him or he's angry at me, and I don't I don't feel that his threat is effective. <laughs> all right, fellas, take down your pants and lean over my knee. God, you're so fucking stupid. God, damn it. I wish I wish I could. You could yell at me the way I yell at my dad. Finally, somebody would stand up to me. But you're all dick and no balls, aren't you? You're all talking no trousers, huh? Nothing between your heads. All right. Oh, yeah. And that's... Thanks, Joe. Thank you. you. Needed that scolding. Oh, and I had one more. I guess I just want to get this out there. Uh, it's uh, this one's for Paul. Next one is from Paul. 
The Vin, the Vin Diesel. And I think quote. we all know that that's a Vin Diesel quote regarding the death of Paul Walker during the filming of Fast and Furious Seven. <laughs> we talked about him. We talked about him. Uh... I talk about him a lot. He has come Diesel. up multiple times. He dominates my life, and I'm not going to say that I'm upset about it. Oh man, I do. You asked us to bend over, and this gave us a scolding. I love the idea of you not spanking your children. But making them lay down on your lay down over your knee so you could lean down and whisper mean things in their ear. Well, the closest uh, route to the heart is the butt. <laughs> is it? That's a famous uh, Italian expression. Mm-hmm. That's why okay. they eat their pasta backwards. <laughs> the Italian way. Uh, on that, I think we're gonna say. Uh, Goodbye. Thank you for listening for another week. Thank you for uh, getting us up to 5K. 5K. Oh. Up to 5,000 uh, plays. That means a lot to all of us. Uh, check it, you know, tell tell your friends about us. Share share us with your friends. Um, you can find us online at Conspiracy Loves You on yep. Instagram and uh, at It's Conspiracy on Twitter. Both those places have link trees, link trees where you can find all our other content. Um, just thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Uh, yeah, Bye. see ya. Five thousand yeah, boys. Hey, I mean, have a good, have a good day. Or whatever. Like, I hope you have a good. Like, is this the bit? Fun. Is this the bit? This is good. Yeah, I did why didn't you? Why didn't you do this? Yeah. All right, bye. <laughs>